1: a sausage muffin or something. Actually I was really hungover and I needed food Stat So <laughs> <laughs> I pulled out Uber Eats and I was just like, I need something sent to me immediately or yeah. else I went to like- Did you ride. feel to
2: get McDonald's on Uber Eats must be, you know be, <laughs> night, night before was good, night before was good, night, night before- You won, you, <laughs> won, you won, won that went, competition. I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and, like I've not done the same. <laughs>
3: okay, good, okay. Um, nice. go okay so Cause it's even. the
4: levels, it's levels, right? Yeah. And ah, that's levels. the highest level, yeah. you won. <laughs> Tell me you were watching Jeremy Carl as you ate it. That's the that's the yeah. final step.
1: I wish No, I was watching something off Netflix. Did you eat at a table? No, I didn't. It wasn't bad. Uh, oh. uh,
2: hey, we've all been there. As I said, oh, I'm not going to stand he here and muck shame you. I'm not going to muck shame you. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dame Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast with myself, comedian and writer Dame Baptiste, my producer friend Howard Cohen, aka the Hizzer. Hello, and Ofe on the decks, and a very special mix of esteemed guests. Post questions that need to be asked, and we're talking everything from love to lust to sex to joy to pain to surrealism to realism to way to realism.
4: To, to why do some lights hurt my eyes? More than others? Yeah, like that's the whole thing, right? Some lights
2: uh, have phosphorus. Right. And so that might be causing... Just it. our stain, basically. So, in, the so in places reasons. like Guantanamo Bay and stuff, they yeah. use uh, phosphorus or uh, a lum- luminous light, and artificial light, uh, so people can't get a false concept nice. of day and night, which uh, can be a cause stress. We
4: answer all the questions. But we answer
2: all the questions as they are posed. Um, with that in mind, uh, on today's show, our esteemed guest is a award-winning sex and relationships content creator and influencer she's appeared on bbc Newsnight and is the host of the laid bear podcast she's written for the guardian the metro and many other highly respected publications as well as her own highly successful website simply Ohlone.com. ladies and gentlemen oh, however you choose to designate yourself <laughs> introducing ohlone am i pronouncing your name correctly you by the way?
1: are you are it's pronouncing are. it right because i get so many variations it's sometimes like Uluni or even on news night the other day like the woman like really wrecked my name mm,
3: and, uh, i know it's that because <laughs> i've met you before yeah. and i noticed and how much my she was, face just... was
1: pretty much like whose name are you saying because uh, it's yeah. not mine <laughs>
2: <laughs> they should really check that as well or they they should. write, right maybe write it phonetically That's sometimes where people are yeah.
4: over polite right just yeah. to ask someone a question like why exactly. would you not yeah. Yeah, ask them a question because I,
1: I know how tv works it's really quick and you know mm. but I think people were just like, why didn't you correct it? I was just like, on live TV? Mm. You I don't think do that. so. Uh, three no. syllables is not
2: very hard. No. no, no,
1: no. But see, my full name is Oloni Shakin. Mm. But my name that I just give everyone is Oloni, So it's, ter- it's derived from I like my-
2: Olani. It's like, it's, it's, it's the whole connotation of Rihanna. Mm. <laughs> oh, just one word yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. there's no shame yeah. in
1: asking someone how to put like oh, yeah, yeah.
4: So. From you Mateo on. yeah that's, that's, that's you a go. name exactly. you want to check how to right? that's, that's true. Cool. true I just saw a clip
2: of another uh, comedian colleague of mine who hopefully will be on a podcast soon which is uh, uh, Ola oh yeah it's obviously is short for Olawale. his yeah, name yeah. is it's uh, Ola yeah. uh, and, so uh, a Olawale Gumbajo
4: Biamila and yeah the G is sad by the way before we go on well done for smashing it on news night we'll definitely post the 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 clip, because like that was a challenge. You must have felt like yeah. it was a challenge, right?
1: It was, it was. I knew what I would be working with. So it's just like, yeah, this is going to be fun. I wish it lasted longer.
3: It goes
2: the time really will come quickly. Again. It's the thing, it yeah, it's really the thing. Quickly. Especially I've, I've had a few uh, TV spots, not bragging, just saying. Yeah, Because yeah, mm. you, you try and prepare yourself mentally and stuff of like course. that, so just so you're going to have good answers and be able to have good rebuttals. And then before you know it, it's like, thank you. you're it, like, <laughs>
4: Exactly, yeah, 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 I'm not yeah, yeah. done. Your tongue's not even wet. Yet, yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. it's just the start of making sure exactly. the people who see your perspective on, of course, on that thing. Of you know? course, well, they're already yeah. getting it online all the time, but I'm <sighs> sure it's going to happen on telly more and more.
1: Hopefully, uh, fingers crossed.
4: <laughs> but hey, so this is a show of questions. I get, I get the sense there might be some kind of like uh, dating, relationship, sexuality theme. Sp- to this episode because of what you
1: do yeah so.
2: we wouldn't we, we, we wouldn't want to presume though we wouldn't but presume. I guess Hal, well how they're saying hey you're a demon, i'm a fella <laughs> <laughs> no, she's an expert on a
4: certain subject we haven't yeah. had that before sexpert. it's quite it's you, quite you,
2: exciting sexpert do you, yes. do, you, do you do you object to that uh to that title of a sex expert?
1: not at all but i mean it was given to me i just i just taken embraced, it on board yeah, now embraced and embraced it, it. exactly cool. yeah, but cool. um no i do love it though um I always tell people I don't know hundred percent know everything, but I do my best to research and look at, you know, new um, theories or look at new research in itself mm-hmm. and you know, try and bring it to light other people. You know,
4: Dane is a is a comedy
1: expert. He's and amazing. That's because he has
3: done the
4: ten thousand hours I mean, thing. He's doing the ten thousand hours thing and he's absorbing no, but you, to a, to a greater extent. Learning and doing is is most of becoming a, an expert. I oh, definitely.
2: I, I, learning. I'm and not doing. saying
4: you're necessarily at the end of that journey.
2: No <laughs> oh, one's no, no, at the end of that. I, I think. I think it's uh, any kind of. Uh, there is no uh, finite discipline. Yeah. So even when someone is a scientist, even though their knowledge may be bordering on absolute, that doesn't mean that that field of knowledge is is now rigid. That's obviously mm-hmm. always open. It's always dynamic and it's always yeah. open to kind of to, to expand upon that. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still, I'm still very much uh, a novice. If I, if it was a you martial are not life, a novice. Yeah, no, that might I've be an exaggeration. If comedy, a, be. if comedy was a art I'd have a white no. belt with a yellow sash. <laughs> say, and that, I yeah, disagree. I anyway, in this special
4: girl. episode <laughs> where we where much. we have someone who is who is you know terms as an expert, Aloni, do you want to get kick us off with with the first question?
1: Yes, my first question. I was having quite a bit of hard one thinking of what would be a good question but I do have one so I wanted to know are all men who are heterosexual 100% straight or you know I wouldn't know if they've ever thought about it like hmm pondered Mm. like I wonder what it would be like to have sex because a lot of straight men that I would speak to they try to deny it and I'm just like no I don't believe you because I identify as straight but I have definitely imagined having sex with a woman.
4: That's an interesting element already which is that the opposite gender definitely has a little bit more uh leniency in being both
1: exactly that's
4: just a given in society yeah, i is, don't know why that is, no, there is, is the way it is
1: patriarchy
4: yeah ah oh, i've heard of that <laughs> i've heard about that yeah that question was covered very quickly within the question, which is very
1: good. but
2: no i mean but it's, no it is a very good point there are uh, uh especially within uh, with our community as both being members of the diaspora for those of you who can't see us where i feel like yeah there's definitely double standard where the idea of a uh, paradigm of a Homosexual uh, sexual relationship with uh, two women is very much welcomed mm. a lot more than with two men, and uh, yeah, it's, I think there's definitely something patriarchal in that. Like for a long time, I I, I myself took umbrage when I see a lot of people like yeah, I like girls that kiss girls. Yeah, but like, I feel like you can't you know, cherry pick what aspects of homosexuality yeah. you
4: like or okay. what is, is aesthetically, aesthetically pleasing to you. Of
1: course, I agree, so, yeah. I agree.
4: Um, it's that's... an interesting thing though, because I, I often think about it as a, as a percentage uh, sexuality. Because I think it's become over the last, let's say decade, much more f- fluid a conversation. Yeah. I mean, mm. I was looking at something about the, about the 80s today it doesn't feel that long ago. I know, I know it's a, a 30 years ago now, but like it's a, it was so amazing how homophobic everyone still was, right? But yeah. it's now, it now yeah. definitely made progress. There's no... Well,
2: the thing is, it's a good point because, uh, yeah, it may have been a lot more of a homophobic narrative during the 80s, but then at the same time, I would have said, again, aesthetically, a lot of androgyny in the 80s. Mm. You know, because Boy you had like, Boy George, Culture Club, like Dead or Alive, Pete Burns, yeah. you know, mm. um, The Cure. Yeah uh I smiths mean, if, yeah smiths even, even I mean, prince even, as well yeah prince, even, yeah. prince yeah. exactly especially and and even i mean even to an extent like early hip-hop and like the girls when you saw like grandmaster flash and the mm. furious five and like how african bombard a lot of it was there was a lot of uh i guess what would be regarded as being very you know uh gender, fluid. Very Campbell, yeah. And, yeah, gender <laughs> fluid or very androgynous yeah it's very much welcomed even though you know one of uh, a bigger pill about prince's entire image was you know how uh you know sexually confident and how good his sexual prowess was with mm. the opposite sex, while at the same time appearing to be very androgynous
4: yeah. and be yeah. very effeminate. So but with someone like Bowie, you know, it's it's, it's the evidence in his, you know, everything anyone said about him is that he was definitely, if you were doing the percentage as close to 50-50 as you might find by the, by the sounds of it, or at least 60-40, you know, he, he definitely went between men and women, which is, it, 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 I, think, I think most people don't like to think that that's possible. Mm. Blokes, you know, me and Dane and we grew up with blokes who, <laughs> who wouldn't want to be like, yeah, no, I'm 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 a heterosexual. I'm 95 percent heterosexual. I'm five mean, percent. I quite like I quite like the way men's beards look. You know, they never gonna, they're yeah, gonna they're gonna never do gonna that. It, but why? Yeah. But that, whereas a, I think a woman would, would not, not look at things course. that way. Do you
1: think that's yeah. down think, to fragile it's masculinity? Partially, as well. and it's like I said, I
2: think it's down to patriarchy as <laughs> yeah. well. And I think for some people, they feel like if they are to just. Uh, admit o- it open the door to that idea then the floodgates open yeah. mm. and they might and, be looked uh, at funny yeah or, or maybe some people are just too scared to maybe confront or entertain certain recesses of their brain or their mm. sexuality which uh might you
4: know they might think you know if i like this too much is there something wrong with me and yeah and i think the big big defining factor for me in in, in i think the way people have kind of become oh about <laughs> it because like we grew up in an era. I don't know if that era still exists. Younger listeners tell us if it still exists. Where, where you, at school, you would tell someone they were gay because it's a bad thing to say that you're, you're gay. I, I don't think that's as prevalent as it once was at school. I'm sure I, it still exists. I, I, think, I think it's I still, think still prevalent. I don't think it would be as like 100% widespread well, as it is, once this was. Is,
2: this is the thing. It's transgenerational because like the colloquial term we would have used when I was in school, we said like, you're a bad man or whatever. Yeah. Mm. But then at the same time, on reflection, and even then I knew there were people in my school that were gay. But for a second, it wouldn't, it wouldn't for me to persecute them for their homosexuality Mm. never occurred to me. Mm. But then flippantly, I might say to my friend, oh, you're a bad man, just because again, and that's maybe a function of toxic masculinity, but maybe not to be as severe as that. It might have just been the fact that we just had a lack of emotional intelligence or Mm. development of emotional intelligence where it might be like, my friend might say something endearing to me, or I might even hear him saying something endearing Hmm. about a fulfilling relationship with a woman. And I'd be like, what? You love your girl? Yeah, you're a bad man, bro. (laughs) But you see, that's,
4: (laughs) that's the key Bit, i reckon is is the physical act of sex so like a got for a guy to think about another guy and and, and the sex bit because i mean i can you know like because the question uh was posed in a way that you know like i i think you know if i was <laughs> if i was gay uh the actual relationship bit of it in terms of if you remove the Physical attraction bit, which I I don't have because I'm heterosexual, and I just want to remind my wife of that. Ninety-five percent, ninety-five percent, apart from just beards. Just beards. No, <laughs> but, you know, it, you know, the, 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 it, you took away the sex bit. Actually, being in a relationship with a guy uh, probably work out pretty pretty yeah, really well.
2: well. you can have that's a loving relationship yeah. because obviously, nice it's, yeah, it's, that's yeah. bromance. It's bromance, yeah, which is a term, another way of describing what would be either fraternal love or platonic Mm. love so you can definitely have that but it's an interesting point when you say obviously uh in terms of the definition of homosexuality Mm. because it's like you can maybe have certain levels of attraction to uh someone of the same sex but then you know are you considered homosexual unless you're engaging in sexual congress yeah you know so so far as you saying about like it being quantifiable like some percentages to me i look at sexuality more like like a flower Hmm. In that I feel like there is like I don't want to say shelf life, but so far as your awareness of your sexuality and that expression through the act of sex, uh, I think is a very finite part of human life. And that's probably because we're living longer. And I say that because like when we have discussions in terms of like gender being binary, obviously up until a certain point, you don't even because until you go through puberty, there's no real distinction between genders. Hmm. And one of the ways you can see that in popular culture is that when I was younger, a lot of the girls, the men or the, the the boys they'd be attracted to looked quite effeminate. So if you look at like boy bands and stuff like that, their whole aesthetic is really not so much about them appearing to be that masculine. Hmm. It's more about them appearing quite feminine. Like you look at a picture of like boy bands, they'll mm-hmm. have their armpit shaved, like they'll be hmm. clean shaven. Well, has so you like, seen that
4: early take that video?
2: Yeah, it was exactly. <laughs> that, or, or,
4: with I the mean, jelly or, and... Uh, or, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Uh, do what you like. And they yeah. would
1: cringe at that today. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. They would cringe at <laughs> today. And by the, by the same token, uh, when you're a young man, the idea of you engaging in, you know, practicing stuff that women would attract to, like, like the idea of dancing and stuff, like going to a dance class most of my friends were, man, we go to a dance. I'm gonna play football. But when you look now, mm. like capable dancers, like your ushers or all of your like balladeers and stuff, all the men that can dance appear to be most attractive to women. Mm. You get when you get to the end of your sexual life, you go back to the state again where distinction between gender isn't as clear. In that you know, when women are menopausal, you're no longer menstruating or you can't have kids. So mm. one of the biggest ways we distinguish gender is obviously gestation. So you can't do that anymore. At the same time, like you know. You may have a hyperproduction of testosterone, so older women start to grow like facial hair, and and then by the same token, like older men again will become less. I guess you become infertile at some point or mm. impotent at some point. So essentially, your penis is just an, a larger clitoris, <laughs> and then you have like man boobs and stuff. So I'm saying, so gender is and, and in terms of sexuality or gender, I think it's a very finite thing. So, hmm. interesting. It's a long way of saying I think that. In a way, a heterosexual man can have some traits so far as attraction or any kind of interaction, which may be considered homosexual. But I think even even at this stage, even the definition of sexual attraction is yeah. still very hard for us to kind of define. define. Yeah, because mm. like, for, again, for another example would be like, there are men who can be straight their entire lives and be heterosexual their entire lives. You get locked up in prison and you're doing
4: life yeah and then you begin
2: a relationship I mean, that's crazy with man. right that's yeah.
4: that's that almost it explodes the whole thing but right, yeah it, this that. is about
2: my point and the men that are engaged in this are not they are not fitting the archetype of your quintessential homosexual mm. man mm. like you would that's not the kind of person that you would try and gay bash because they're gonna fuck you up <laughs> but by oh. the same token like that person will worry not for their environment mm wouldn't necessarily engage in a uh, heterosexual uh, homosexual uh uh congress yeah but that's what i'm saying which is like a flower and depending on where a flower grows yeah you know that has a bearing on what you're attracted to like in your very developmental stages when you are developing a sexual identity like there are some like uh, some homosexual men i know who may have experienced some homosexual form of abuse when they were younger mm. and i'm not saying that necessarily contributes to their uh Sexual disposition now, yeah, but, I but think, it it's exclusive. But, I think, but the... I think I don't think it's exclusive, and I I think that when it when we discussing sex, uh, you know, we, you can't really do that without discussing this human evolution anyway. And I think there is a uh, certain aspects which are nature and certain aspects which are nurture. So yeah, so really, uh, to me, I think you know there are certain part like there are a of some men. I think that guy's handsome, or but then at the same time, you know, I don't really have. But then at the same time, I don't really have an interest in spending a lot of time around a lot of men because I grew up with a lot of women yeah but it, and and so i've been called effeminate because of my some of my mannerisms like because yeah. i enjoy i do enjoy like flowers and i like i like the idea of going to flower i would be happy going to like to a flower show because i like the aesthetic of flowers but then mm-hmm. by the same token i also like you know martial arts yeah so and you know but then because i always i enjoy like listening to like ballads and i like listening to like balladeers and mm. like you know people like anita baker and stuff i think it's amazing like, i love hearing like a yeah, a no, black woman singing a song like even mm. a dance song, like I love that. But a lot of time when you hear songs by someone like you know, Candy Stanton yeah. or Donna Summer, these are I was going to say be, Donna yeah. Summer's the one, right? And would be, be big to, one. These are supposed to be like gay icons. Yeah, but yeah. To me, I love their music and I find it elevating. But that so, just
4: goes back to the patriarch point, doesn't
1: yeah. it? Yeah, exactly.
4: Because, like, you shouldn't have to. Be you shouldn't that have way. to. But
2: then this is a weird thing. Like when I was a kid, again, I used to love slow jams and I like R and B. Mm. And then I'd play it amongst my other male friends. We all men, they'd be like, "Oh, are you playing R and B, brother? You want to have sex?" I'm like, "No." all? What are you playing slow jams for? It's like, this is enough of a catalyst for you to become sexually aroused <laughs> yeah. in like a room full of men. The issue isn't with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The issue isn't with me. I can still conjure up images of, you know, being with a woman,
3: woman.
2: just because I'm listening to R&B. So, but then by the same token, like I said, I've, I've been referred to as effeminate sometimes as well. And
1: it's not a bad thing it's a Yeah thing. I mean, yeah, it's say it's
2: not, it's not a bad thing Because yeah. like I said It's, 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 it's all part of a flower it's, it's all part of a spectrum and, even, and when we even discuss Like masculine and feminine traits These aren't supposed to be done In the rigid term Like masculine pertains Only to men And feminine yeah, to no, to women. Yeah. I swear Because you have two case. hemispheres Of your brain So some starts might be expressed More than others
4: The people The people who've written to you uh, And you obviously Get lots of yeah, different emails Is this something that comes up in those in those messages particularly
1: um they usually go around um they're questioning their boyfriend's sexuality so they're wondering and um trying to figure out if there might be an issue so for example well, if, trying to,
2: she's trying to talk about dudes <laughs> that like fingers in their butts <laughs> some of the guys like fingers if, in they no, butts. there could
1: be a thing so they and they <laughs> question his sexuality if he's into anal play for example and it's mm. just like i have to explain you know, any action that happens between a man and a woman is 100% straight. Like, it still makes you straight. Even, even people, pegging? Pegging still makes you straight. It still Just for our you listeners straight. who are... Don't know what pegging is. Howard pegging is
2: going to explain <laughs> that
4: for you. Fine, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've got a wife. She doesn't,
4: she's barely, you know, she's, she's got a cat that gets your in the way. Was, your wife was a
2: woman and a sexual being before she was
4: your wife. Yeah, yes. No, but the cat gets in the way. I haven't pegged her. <laughs>
2: Oh, no, you don't peck her. She yeah, pecks, she pecks you. you. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. I see. So, yeah. I think so, I get what they're saying. So pegging for those who don't know is when a woman will use a uh, a artificial phallus mm. to penetrate a man's anus right. in order for him to be sexually gratified. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that and some, was a and guys, great and, some guys like, and guys are into that because it's like, well, it's a woman doing me. So it's, a lot of guys don't view that as being, again, a homosexual mm. Yeah, practice. and some
1: guys like to be submissive and, mm. you know, people still see that as, you know, if my man wants to be submissive, does that yeah. make him gay? And you have to explain over and over that's not a thing. It's anything that happens between the both of you still makes you straight. Do you mm. think it's
4: institutionalized? What, the, what these issues are that you're kind of looking at here?
1: Um, sometimes, but it really depends. I think it depends. Mm. Yeah. Because I, I
4: sometimes look at it and I think like, the things that you're talking about, it's like, I don't know, it, it feels like you're, the institution of sex mm. is, is defined in a way as we grow up and as we, who we are that makes people think they're supposed to act a certain way. But ultimately, like, it's like with food, (laughs) it's like growing up with food. Like, Like, you know, we we are taught how to eat by uh, the people around us, right? And it's like, you know, you don't like. I never had my peas and my sweet corn mixed together, <laughs> and I think there's something weird if you do. You know, But clearly, you can do that, and that's fine. It Just, sounds weird to me. I, I, I'm not into it. Yeah, but I'm, you know what? If you yeah, are, but that, so do you see what I mean with food yeah. and, and sex? It's kind of this. You you grow up and you and you learn these things as no, that's what you're supposed to be like.
2: So no, it's a really good comparison yeah, because because uh, it's it's through. I mean, even I mean, there's a, a lot of our behaviors are mm. a function of suggestion. Even like etiquette, and even even our understanding of vulgarity, right? Because like you know, kids will put if you if you got a little kid, like say you're you're looking after a little kid, and you try to go to the toilet, and they'll put their hand out. You're like you can't touch that, mm. but you have to explain why that's the case. And I think it's the same again with sexuality, where a la- mm. large part of it is suggestion in terms of what is considered to be uh, straight and what's considered to be gay, because there would have been a time, for example, where there was not a real uh, insistence that women had to shave their privates of or course, you yeah. know or shave any excess body hair. And, you know, there's a biological reason for that because obviously that would generate hormones, which would yeah. be a part of the, to stimulate uh, attraction. Um yeah. Whereas we don't necessarily rely on that. And now we use artificial means because, you know, sex is used to sell perfume, for example, mm-hmm. even though we have our own natural pheromones you kind of mask that with perfume and stuff as well yeah. so yeah. God, yeah.
4: It's, it's,
1: all, it's, it's each of their own really well and that's, that's it people yeah. don't understand that's this why i was it. just like it really does depend because i feel like for sexuality in itself is a journey for many people mm. a lot of people Ooh. are having sex and they have no idea what they're doing they don't know how to communicate and they're too afraid to speak up because what they've seen in i don't know porn for example. Mm. doesn't really translate in the bedroom. So they assume that what's happening in porn is actually reality and you have to explain. This is where That's I true. come in I have to explain and say- Especially you, if, you live, if you
2: live in London, there's not enough space in the room anyway. You know how much rent prices <laughs> are. It's very tight. Yeah, it's, it's tight. A freesome sounds like a great idea, but you Ooh, know, you live in the studio. Yeah, yeah. It's a but lot of attention. It's a lot of attention. Also reverse cowgirl <laughs> shuttled on two armchairs of a sofa. That's for nobody other than the angle of the camera. And you know, and while we're on the subject, sometimes you know having sex in a shower i mean you
4: reduce the friction that involved in mm. the stroke and don't waste time on baths yeah, Fucking hell. yeah. but yeah. i mean these are my advice but no one's gonna listen to me but that, exp- that explanation must be like so obvious to you what to say to them but to get it to register in certain people's brains mm-hmm. must just be the biggest challenge right of course sure. no
1: definitely especially because i know like a lot of people are having like vanilla sex so they're not understanding that You know, you can have your own type of sex. You can be sexually compatible. And, you know, just because, I don't know, um, Steve and Sharon are having vanilla sex every night doesn't mean that you have to do the exact same thing. If you're into pegging, get Mm. into pegging. If you're into BDSM, get into BDSM. Um, Be careful, though, please.
4: Yeah. 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 So don't yeah, don't and, and disclaimer and for the day. Be Damon careful Batiste. and also be, be, <laughs> sterile. be <laughs> sterile. Yeah. <laughs> be very sterile. No, you know, um, wash stuff afterwards. Well, yeah. well that that was a, a, a great question. Well a great question, Dan. Yeah, oh, yeah. Thank you very much. It's I love question. that question. That's like God. Well, you weren't sure about it.
1: I wasn't sure. I was making sure it wouldn't be problematic. No, we, <laughs> I
2: mean it, it shouldn't be problematic. Yeah, like it so, shouldn't. There's, 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 and it shouldn't be any questions
4: mm. that you're not able to ask. Yeah. I'm gonna continue this theme with my question. With uh, something slightly different, uh, but similar. Yeah. In, And I, I think about this a lot because uh, I've talked about nephews and nieces. I've got six nephews and nieces. Wow. And they're uh, old. of 15 now. So we all know what happens around that time. Yes. Uh, well, I know it didn't happen to me, but you know, <laughs> me, I, I, me I saw it me, happen e, to me, other people. Me either. So I'm, I wonder where you're going with <laughs> I this. I saw some people get somewhere, but I don't know. Anyway, but, I, but there's one thing I've noticed in these kind of conversations that occur yeah. uh, is if i'm around a family table and you know you gotta understand this is like 14 cohen's you know around a table uh and we end up if any subject like this comes up we end up laughing uh and i, I kind of my question is what what is it about sex that that makes us naturally laugh and, and kind of uh, we recoil why is why is that Um, And it's a very common thing, right? Yeah, definitely. People will tell you something, I imagine, Mm -hmm. something that happened to them, and they'll probably be laughing as they're doing it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And it's weird because I feel like I'm desensitized from it as well because I used to work in a sex store as well. So when people would come inside, you know, you'd see basically the immaturity come out. You know, they start giggling or that Mm. you can see that they're uncomfortable. And I'm just like- do you want a dildo or do you want a, a strap like <laughs> or, let's or, get this over a and done with or a vibrator or do you
3: just
2: want a, uh, an egg
1: <laughs> yeah you or know? you just do you just want to browse and laugh because people find it so hilarious and i'm just like it's sex we're all doing it mm. i've seen 65 year olds you know come inside the store as well before because her rabbit broke she didn't realize poor lady that she just had to charge it oh. um
2: <laughs> can, you, can you get usb chargers for dildos you
1: now? Can? oh my gosh I've you always
2: about? Like, as soon as they find a way to merge Uh, Siri. Yeah. With. uh, We don't want that.
1: We do not want that. (laughs)
2: Men don't want that. You don't want that. You you don't, you don't want that. As soon as they work out a way for you to be able to hear a podcast while using a rampant rabbit, no one's going to
4: need us. Podcast? (laughs) It's just voiceover. No, it's like sat nav. (laughs)
1: But this is the thing. I always explain that you know, toys are supposed to like complement your partner during mm. sex as well. Which a lot of people can't get. Well, a lot of men, not people, men can't get their heads around because they usually assume that it means that we don't need them in the bedroom. So and... intimidating, I yeah, when, very
2: intimidating. Yeah, they're very intimidating. When, when you see uh, a woman's vibrate a dildo. Of, yeah. Make sure I'm getting it correct because a dildo doesn't necessarily it, vibrate. A so it dildo, a dildo, doesn't yeah, but it's shaped, shaped like a penis. As well as, yeah. Yes, exactly. So, whereas, yeah, so when you most of the time when you see a dildo or you see a vibrator, I, I don't yeah. First of all, I saw one, I was like, my goodness. But then, like I said,
4: it, it's to compliment rather than replace of or, or mm. to emasculate. You.
1: Yeah, exactly. But those people
4: coming into the shop yeah. would be laughing and, and giggling. And so many of the stories that I imagine you hear, and, mm-hmm. and I think in history of kind of, uh, I mean, I don't think I wouldn't term what you do as an agony aunt, mm-hmm. but that was the term that used to be applied to They still to use it
1: now. They still call me an agony I think that's now. a yeah. weird,
4: that's a very dated phrase Yeah, it phrase is kind of dated. Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm going to use that. That's yours. back to you Just
4: quickly. Shackley no, no, no. <laughs> Go for that. Shaggy. That's all yours.
3: That's
4: Shackley all yours. Um, My gift to you. But, but <laughs> often people will be laughing, right? Of course. What
1: Because we've been told we're not really supposed to talk about sex that much. You know, yeah, we're yeah, being yeah. told that um, sex is supposed to be conversations. A, it's a it's yeah, it's just a taboo in and itself. Yeah,
2: it's, and it's our way of rebelling against it. Of course. As usual. I think it's always a part of that whole duality of people that it's like it's. Something inside tells you that it feels natural, but society suggests it otherwise. Yeah. Mm. So you kind of rebel against that by laughing. about laughing about it as well, um, and yeah, and also because because of that, like I said, the, we're so facetious even in the nomenclature
4: that's involved with sex, like mm. bum, bum, and willies, and blah, blah. so it's all yeah, it's all <laughs> exactly. If anyway, so it doesn't so. make you go, well, yeah. I found it really interesting because you know thinking about this question to myself and you know how I would like, lo- and I, I kind of can't help but think about you know, if you if you. <laughs> Uh, let's be personal yeah but we can deal with that of course. question everything uh but, you know if i was thinking about m- any of my escapades uh the only ones i would ever flag up are the ones where <laughs> i would feel like i'm gonna make you laugh oh i see mm. do you see what i mean like yeah. that's an interesting element to it right i would never tell you about that time that i was exceptional uh <laughs> you know I, mean? I would all <laughs> that time i was disastrous of or, or, or it was disastrous and you know i would only want to tell you uh, <laughs> about the, the moment funny, the funny ones that the, was the funny one
1: they make great stories and they're relatable as well you mm. never know someone else might be able to relate to it because I do like sharing like funny sex stories and Allowing everyone to feel comfortable. And once again, going back to porn, knowing that not everything is what it seems on the TV screen. Like yeah. you might fall over. You might throw up on his dick. So many things can you happen. Might take, I know
4: that, is, that hasn't happened <laughs> I to seen, me. I
2: have seen, I've seen porn bloopers before. Really? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was, that was. Uh, <laughs> I'm going
3: to check that funny, out. I've never done that. You, you
2: sometimes do see porn bloopers and yeah. And, and yeah. I think, I, but I, I just think, yeah, it's a, uh, I think it's definitely because we are all aware that there is a uh, stigma about sex, especially Extramarital sex. Mm-hmm. Then I think, like with comedy, we make, we used it to sugarcoat the pill to tell like more yeah. funny anecdotes where sex is concerned and stuff, so we could all relax about the whole process. So it's, it's I think, laughter and being facetious is always the icebreaker, especially mm. when you're discussing a topic like sex. But given that it's
4: like this integral bit of who we all are, right? We're being we pretty much all agree on that. It's it's mm. it's vital to our being. The fact that we're kind of like I wouldn't say demeaning it. Mm-hmm. But only giving airtime to the bit that we think might make you laugh Perhaps, is is yeah. kind of really strange to me. I
1: don't know, no, you're absolutely right. So don't get me wrong, as much as getting the bits that do make people laugh, I also do get the serious scenario. So, mm. you know, women who might have a low libido, for example, right. and then they're wondering why that might be. Could it be like a change of hormones due to stress? I think there was even like um um a study that was released earlier and it was saying that millennials aren't having as much sex yes. as we usually The I mean, well, generations before us once were so like I don't know, Generation X and um the baby boomers, mm. and it was quite interesting to see because I thought we were all pretty much having sex and going at it. Like I thought
2: millennials were even more. High. I know, but mm. once yeah. again, this
1: is due to the prices of London um houses and yeah. rent So we're not being able to. And also, and also to. confidence as well. I think yeah. it's a big part of it because it's,
2: like I said, mm. so far it's as the like the the uh, sens- 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 uh sensationalising of sex in the form of porn, mm. like a lot to live up to Intimidating Intimidating And and, 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 I think for a lot of people if they feel they don't satisfy that aesthetic then it's yeah Of course And And
3: that's
1: why women have to do things like lying for example Mm. and you know we have these conversations of the orgasm gap and explaining that it's actually heterosexual women who are um, who are less likely to receive an orgasm in comparison to lesbians Mm. which is quite sad because (laughs) Very sad, actually. So, so. Yeah, What's I was the being stat nice there Do you it. know the
4: difference? Um,
1: yeah, so I think it's sixty-five percent of women, heterosexual women do not climax. Right. That's an outrage. Yeah, it that is. Is. Yeah. It is
4: an outrage. So, because
1: just and we're lying as in, well.
4: <laughs> just put <laughs> some <laughs> effort in, guys. Yeah. I mean, look, if he doesn't, you know, just get a ways, toy. Surely. You can bring a
1: toy to the bedroom. Or yeah, something. Just I, I think
4: so.
2: I think if you uh, are told honestly by your partner that she has an orgasm then you should buy her a toy. You should. You should, or at least have a frank discussion about what
4: needs to be done for in order for her to climb yeah don't
1: be selfish I you, you that,
4: wouldn't get up from the dinner table would you going back to the food metaphor I <laughs> just leave someone eating
1: you would no. you you wouldn't no. you wouldn't do
2: you discuss sex openly with your uh, parents um
1: no only because my mum comes from a background whereby um okay so she's nigerian christian so as far as she's concerned and actually even before that she was actually Muslim. so she um yeah she changed and for for all i know um back then sex was just supposed to be something that was done between um those who were married Mm. and for procreating it wasn't done for you know pleasure or enjoyment Mm. and yeah that's pretty much so I mean, we talk about it here and there, but it won't be something we'll delve completely into. You yeah, won't, won't be
2: graphic. No, it will not yeah, be yeah, graphic. Like true. I still
1: like, I'm still like your average. Like you know, tiny something. I will scream if I have to talk about. I think well, someone, tries right? someone tries to commission. Someone tried to commission something to me, try and get me and my mum to talk about sex. I was just like, no, that's not happening. Oh,
3: God,
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is not going to happen. Can't at think all. of anything
4: much worse, really. But uh, it's
1: uncomfortable. Yeah. It's I mean,
2: like, it is uncomfortable. My, my mom was a nurse.
3: Oh really? So and oh. the, so
2: she uh, has. So when it comes to my body, she's kind of like, I've seen many of them, so don't get over yourself. <laughs> I, which, I, which I think is quite helpful. And we, we don't talk necessarily that explicitly and we're not really that graphic about it, but mm. it was actually my mum who kind of made me aware of stuff like uh, FGM yeah. and how frequent it happens because obviously she well, you know, she worked in hospital. And like, and I guess I grew up with a lot of women anyway, as I said,
4: so mm.
2: not that I had to, again, again, no real in-depth discussion with them about their sexuality and stuff.
4: But, but it probably wasn't the same laughter basis that there was she'd she'd laugh at me (laughs) (laughs) she'd laugh at me did she
1: like teach you about sex like what was your sex education like or did she like just throw condoms at you my mom called me
2: uh having sex with my girlfriend once no actually she's done that twice no jesus christ (laughs) this is a revelation now can i just say in my defense that uh she did not first of all i didn't used to lock the door in my room because my parents were kind of opposed to that that was mistake number one on Mm. my part dangerous second of all my mother is hard of hearing (laughs) so sometimes (laughs) sometimes i'm like mama (laughs) <laughs> so she got not hear She's like, oh, "What are you shouting for, man?" Can I say her response was exemplary in both instances? I say because number one, I've heard stories where my girlfriend at the time, her friends had had the same happen to them, and the guy's mother chased the girl out.
4: Oh no! And
2: I'm or, or, no. Or started on the girl, and I was like, "That's the worst thing you could possibly do." Like because it was. I can say uh, please
1: in, tell me they got their clothes on before that happened. I mean,
2: but nonetheless, yeah, the, the person who is responsible is, is not this son. girl. Yeah, yeah. your mm. son is responsible because more often than not, I again, if we're, we're just looking with uh, through like the lens of classical social paradigms, like it's gonna be the guy that's trying to get a girl to have sex in his house. Of course, house. yeah. That's mm. why you've invited her over. So for your mum to come over and be like giving a girl a hard time, being aware of how oh, patriarch it's... exists, I yeah. think yeah. is wrong. So my so my mum as well as being a nurse was also a youth worker mm-hmm. so basically she was just like I am well aware that people your age are engaging in stuff like this and I mean I'd gone through the process of introducing my girlfriend to my mother and stuff first beforehand so it wasn't like just a random that sure. I was having mm-hmm. sex with so. but really her only feedback was like you know just um, lock your door and be careful <laughs> no no said, but like don't don't do it gratuitously in the house Not I'm not going to be like running women in and out but, like, my, <laughs> but I think my parents just very had a very egalitarian household whereby like, I got a twin sister she can't have any boys stay over. So right. I can't have any girls stay over. Okay. Right. So, yeah, so you know, so there was never any kind of like privilege. Oh, because Dane can't get pregnant, he can do stuff. His sisters can't. You mm-hmm. observe the same kind of etiquette as everyone else in the house. So wow. on both those occasions, she was fine. She she, she didn't even really give me a How old were you then? 21.
1: Uh, okay, that's was but, yeah. but,
2: but at the same time, I, I just think that, you know, she was aware and both I was aware of however embarrassed I felt for my girlfriend at the time mm. would have been soul destroying. Mm. So yeah she handled it it's this
4: embarrassing element of it that just kind of fast fast, spark this question like because so many comedians talk about it right yeah yeah like the amount of stories you'll hear from comedians where they but yeah I'm never never gratuitous in how I would talk about sex uh, in front
2: of my parents A because it's that's not really my peers and I don't think and I'd probably want to speak to my contemporaries who have this, who are having a similar experience. Yeah. And also the last thing I want is for them to start speaking about it themselves.
1: Right, be ad- that an more interesting element to, too. Right? not
2: coming to me for advice. Like, no. um, that's, that's too awkward. Even yeah. sometimes like my dad might be like, you know what, the problem with your mum, I don't want to know. I just want you to stay together. Don't
4: break up, please. <laughs> yeah. But you must get some crazy, I mean, there must be some good, you must get some stories. Now. I
1: do get really, really interesting stories. I get funny ones. Um, I'm trying to think of a funny one that I was told. Um actually this wasn't funny. This was more scary. Um and I think it was because um the guy had basically given his girlfriend something and he decided to go about it by putting um like basically um what is it called again um an antibiotic pill in her drink. So Ooh. I think he she'd caught chlamydia. Ooh. And instead of telling her she needs to get checked up, and you know, he asked me was, you know, was it wrong over how he went about it. And it was just like that's dangerous. You can't do things like that. Yeah, you know, like, if she's
2: allergic like to penicillin, then now you've got a homicide, <laughs>
1: right? And, and so actual
2: bodily harm mm. on, on, on your hands.
1: Yeah, so that was a scary one. Um, that was only once, thank goodness. And I'm hoping no one else that ever is, thinks of that's doing
2: twisted. That.
1: No, it is twisted. Because I want to
2: sit here and act like I'm surprised.
1: <laughs> oh, you're not.
2: <laughs> I'm not surprised.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? I was surprised. See, this is like I and I get a million stories every single week, so. Yeah i think that really shocked me because i just thought to myself why wouldn't you not just speak and have a conversation and say or lie mm. lie
4: well, i think that's that's because you're that's covering what you guys do anyway i think that's because you're covering something <laughs> though <laughs> 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 i i
2: think men lie potentially can lie more often than women i think however yeah women tell the biggest lie
1: oh we the, do we and, do but we respect you so we also, go about
2: no, it better. I, I think the biggest lie that women tell a lot of the time is to themselves
3: Hmm.
2: I will elaborate. I feel like, for example, women are well aware when men are bullshitting them <laughs> and will use cognitive dissonance <laughs> to quieten that voice in their head when they're like, he's lying. He's obviously <laughs> lying. And you'll be like, no, maybe he's something else. So that's why I say hmm. the biggest lie a lot of the time women tell this to themselves because yeah. you're well aware when men are lying and you're well aware what they're capable of. But you're like, I'm going to have to bury this uh, glaring, inconvenient truth that men are lying scumbags and then just
4: <laughs> but like, continue I to operate it's, in the field. I, I also think it's the dub, the, the, the different take you know like i mean all, all of the things in my life that i'd look back on generally are ones where i would feel embarrassed about what i did
3: mm. you
4: know and any that i you know I, I wouldn't want to tell you guys or the public those stories no, right true. now you know yeah. the only story that i i was thinking about in my life because i, I would tell is the is the one that involved something weird with the woman as opposed to me you know because yeah i would feel like i'm god i don't want to reveal
1: some guys do though I, guys... I could never yeah, go you could on. Never you could never my do wife, it my <laughs> wife i just
4: don't know what my wife would say
1: but if, what if you were anonymous though? if you were anonymous
4: and maybe if i yeah if i was anonymous probably but i mean the, the, this case, this one occasion that always stuck with me was because it was her being weird was i'd met this girl and, and we, we nothing had ever happened and i saw her months and months later mm-hmm. and um something happened and she'd always told me yeah, 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 she always told me that she you know she thought i looked like uh frodo because you know all the rings had been out at that time <laughs> that's, okay you know okay. just a find a normal and you she know, was i was into like that. i'm cool okay, yeah. i can deal with that you know jo- joshua jackson no uh, elijah wood that's him that's him elijah wood yeah i got i was getting that at the time elijah wood yeah and then you know when we when we went upstairs you know and i was pretty uh green uh, I mean, you're going upstairs, which is,
0: you know, <laughs> I you didn't know a lot of what
4: I was doing at that point. Like I was, yeah. I, I was limited, but everything was good. Mm-hmm. And and I thought, you know, we were, you know, everything was going to lead to uh, a successful, uh, you know, whatever you want to term it as. <laughs> and uh, she said, oh, she says, before we get going, can I just put some music on? Oh my goodness. And she went over to the thing and put this music on. and I, I, I would I, 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 <laughs> I would term guess. it like this, right? I was ready to go, right? Mm-hmm. I was ready to go. I, I was happy and ready to go. And his music starts, and as she kind of comes and she sits on me, and you know we start doing the thing, And it's rolling on this bed, and I'm listening to the music. And what the fuck is that?
2: Lord of the Rings. Soundtrack. It's the Lord of the Fucking oh, Ring soundtrack. Is. Of course it is.
1: What and she I is was like, This isn't a you know fuck a Do Hobbit you know session. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and and it put me right off. But I if was she had finished. spoken to you about it and told you if she had, well, there would you, go, you have that, that, been more comfortable? I think I might have been. If she asked you to destroy the One Ring. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dane
4: wins, <laughs> wins. everyone
1: and wins. Th- see, and that was, that's just it. If she'd communicated and mm. told you, um, you know, this is what I'm into, I think that would have been better. Well, I don't know if she listens to
4: this podcast, but... Uh, she might. She may tell that story from a different side, which is, I didn't think you'd be such a weirdo that when I put the Lord of the Rings soundtrack
1: <laughs> <No, laughs> on. She's definitely the yeah, weirdo, but weird. if she had spoken about it, she wouldn't have been a Fever. weirdo. That's uh, the
2: only weird thing, yeah, is that she didn't communicate yeah. something. Yeah. That, you know, it's obviously a very... Uh,
1: it's a kink. Uh, very, i think as
2: long
4: kinky as kinky <laughs> uh, i think as long as sex is something that is very private and personal is it probably will always be yeah we we'll always laugh at it
2: well yeah i, I think your sexual your sexuality yeah mm. is, yeah is, it would always laugh at it yeah. so of that was course. my
4: question i think we kind of got to the bottom of it you, did, well, yeah, you did and i, I enjoyed sharing the, that moment it <laughs> stuck with me for many years well, it's good work Frodo <laughs> uh, see I, I, I mean, that's not the worst story that's the I mean everything, <laughs> everything else is my fault Dane yeah, I, so I'm not yeah. even going into those ones but um so there you go that was my
1: question
4: yeah my, question. my funny, wife is still gonna stay i've had
1: these. funny experiences i think mine have been me just falling over or like i mentioned throwing up right. you know yeah. um alcohol can affect things it wasn't even alcohol because i don't really drink that much actually even right. then i didn't really drink Somebody that much was
2: overestimating their gag results. i
1: really was i really you was i wanted to be i work. wanted to be a champ before you walk man time
2: i had an ex that told me that one. she was like i almost threw up on your dick once i was like don't do that just
4: D- just relax Do what you can Do what yeah. you can I'm trying to I get know,
1: of course, Tons of course. letters <laughs>
4: No need We're going to have to go on To our next question Of course yeah. I'm, It's all going to I think Dane's going to Keep it it's along a Similar theme Keeping with a very similar theme And obviously we've
2: uh, Discussed uh, The myriad Of aspects That are involved In sexuality mm. But we all have to Start somewhere mm-hmm. And um, There's always a first time For all of us And The experience can vary uh, My question is If you could do your first time for a second time, would you change anything?
1: No, would I change anything? I wouldn't. Actually, I would. I probably would have (laughs) waited because he was gay.
4: Oh, (laughs) oh, really? (laughs) I would have
1: waited, yeah. (laughs)
4: Spilled wait, the beans. Wait, wait for him to come
2: out or
1: <laughs> no yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> basically he's, he's like <laughs>
2: i've just... got something to tell me yeah afterwards afterwards <laughs> afterwards
1: <laughs> well more or less that it felt like Ooh. that now i look back at it it kind of makes sense like okay maybe that's why but um no i did tell this story once but um yeah we'd been together for a couple of months and we used to work together it was like my first job and i used to work at a co-op it was like a, my weekend job when i was around sick form or something yeah and um i think they were letting go of people but i think they liked me so they tried to keep me on and just like transfer me but the guy i'd met there um he was really you know he was hard-headed and he was just more or less along the lines of saying um you know if we're together it can't be whilst you're working here like you know it doesn't want to mix business and pleasure which i guess although you say a co-op yeah, it was a that's cold. very
2: that's a very dramatic sentence <laughs> for a serious, yeah. Really? Well really? that's what I wanna do, Alone, is walk around to the delicatessen <laughs> and see you there. And you give me as cold a shoulder as that lamb shoulder.
4: You ain't never gonna look at a trolley again, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? We...
2: Yeah, you might get your pound back, but you're not getting my pound <laughs> <heart> back.
4: <laughs>
1: Sorry,
4: (laughs) sorry. sorry. So
1: um yeah we um He was all in
4: already by the sounds of it but Yeah,
1: so yeah, I felt like, you know, this maybe this was great. You know, I've moved to I've transferred to a new supermarket and um Yeah, we just we started dating and there was time my mum wasn't in and I just wanted him to take me home. I remember I think he picked me up from work once and and I was just like, just drop me home and he wasn't getting the hint. I was just like, This is the day. I you know, this is the day. I wanna I've my myself
4: to thee.
1: Yeah, basically, yeah. you know, I'm giving myself to you. So hurry up, let's do this. And um, but there been no there been no
4: signals other than that.
1: Or? Not at all. None. None. And not that. I mean, then I would say I was still like sexually immature and weren't really growing. So what I deemed as or classified as him being straight clearly didn't really matter because you know we usually think that men who behave in like a macho way or whatever are usually straight which isn't true at all it's completely false many many
4: examples of that not being true exactly
1: so you know at the time i saw quote-unquote no signs but they aren't really signs um so yeah we did the do and it was fine i guess we dated for a couple more months and then he broke up with me and i remember doing what i could to try and get him back it just wasn't happening lo and behold <laughs> i grow a beard <laughs> or a penis <laughs> and um, and then uh, he actually dated someone else after me as well i like to drop that to people right okay <laughs> so he did um date another girl after me and um yeah a couple years after we're still good friends and he told me he you know Came out of the closet and he told oh. me he was actually. He said he was bi, and I was just like, "Are you sure? Mm. You know, just get to it. You're yeah, gay. Yeah, you don't have to sugarcoat. it. Like, you ticket don't ticket. have to sugarcoat. It. Don't yeah. worry, it's fine. Take, you don't have to take off
2: the latex and just give it to me raw. <laughs> <and
4: then>. <laughs> <laughs> but p- posing the question again, <laughs> yeah, did, uh, would you, your question was, would you re- yeah, would I revisit? Yeah, yeah, or would so, you change it? Would you change it? Yeah.
1: So I would. Would I change it? Um do you know what now i think about actually i don't think i would change it i think i would still keep it because i liked how it happened like yes he was gay but at the time you know i don't think there was i mean yeah i don't think i would change it because i was very comfortable he made me feel comfortable he made me feel relaxed and i think that's what's important Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of people especially around my at the time i was 18 and were just rushing to do it for absolutely no reason they weren't comfortable with that person Mm. and okay yeah he wasn't straight but you know, he still made me feel good, and I think that's all that matters. So, right. yeah, I yeah, you I seem would to have do a again. fondness for this guy. I do. But yeah. what a lot of
4: people wouldn't. I think a lot. Yeah. Think a lot of people would have felt tarnished because he came out
1: no not at all i was just like really oh my gosh this makes sense now like over i'm the a finite
4: number of girls that you'll be with you <laughs> yeah. know it's uh it's it, he yeah. you're not gonna forget me
3: but
1: i do but yeah but i do still like, i would ask him questions all the time so i'd be like so when you couldn't get it up that time was it because of and he'd be like danny like please don't, don't no, just tell me i want to know and because at the time i think you know guys who can't get it up are uh, like it doesn't happen all the time like i understand that it guys do, can, it have, happen all the time. can have can have issues used to be
2: a real i just think that was a real issue
1: yeah and it yeah. could be down mm. to alcohol it could be down to stress there are so many factors mm. that can that can force that to happen Some,
2: sometimes it can just be down to the fact that you're so worried about not getting it up
1: yeah, but you can't get get up. Oh, exactly. Exactly, oh,
2: she hates me. Oh, I'm in for sorry. Oh, no. I'm, a I'm <laughs> gonna die. Oh, wear me, wear i wear My jeans. Ah, oh, gonna have to amputate. Diabetes. Oh, <laughs> Is she it's gonna, it's gonna tell prostate. anyone? I'm prostate, prostate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've
4: been, I've been I mean, it, but that's a really good so image. Four jd and Cox in a rave <laughs> who does that then?
1: you really do start talking to yourself and you know is she gonna start gonna tell the whole group chat or what's gonna happen is she gonna start telling everyone but no oh i was gosh. completely comfortable with it because i was just like no i've read about this before like mm. it totally happens but no he was he was gay like right. i don't think it had anything to do with that and
4: it doesn't seem to have tarnished it so that's yeah, a good that's a good thing
1: yeah so not at all like we still have conversations i ask him questions here and there um nice but no, we still got a good friendship. And mm. yeah, I don't think I would change it at all because it was, I, it happened in a more or less like traditional way as well. Like, you know, he was my boyfriend and that's how I wanted it to that's be. That's nice. So, that's yeah. nice. I like those was, stories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, that's how I wanted it to be. But my
4: story wasn't that. Oh.
1: How was it? I want to know. Uh,
4: I was at this part, I mean, it took me a long time. To 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 conquer that you know no, to lose it was a long time because when
1: you're ready, uh, ready. twenty
4: one I was ready believe me I was ready and, and also yeah.
2: the
4: uh, other person is also ready and
1: consenting of course so absolutely yes what, yes, okay.
4: yes absolutely uh, and and I went to this uh, this party and I got to talking to this girl and um she said to me that she just broken up uh with her girlfriend all right mm-hmm. yeah I know
1: shoulder to cry on is it <laughs> to ride on.
4: So, I, <laughs> so what do you do in that situation? You know, I, I bought her a drink. We carried on talking. You know, she said that she wanted to try heterosexual sex. <laughs> I, I said, "So do I." Obviously, well, you know, if you want to be with a man, <laughs> be with the manliest man. Uh, uh. And so, you know, we went back to her place, and uh, it was yeah, not a very memorable occasion. I think would be the... Oh, I mean, wow. I mean, because it, it, ultimately we were both virgins, but obviously she'd been with women at that point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was more probably awkward for her because she was like, you know, like it's like driving manual or automatic. You know, you've been driving, you know, she's used to one. She doesn't really want to change.
1: So was she actually a lesbian? Yeah. Then? Okay, yeah. so she was actually a lesbian.
4: And so she mm-hmm. was like, oh, this might be the solution to my problems a man with male genitalia and uh it you know it it it, it was all you know fine but I just remember <laughs> i just remember i just remember having a shower uh with her afterwards she was like oh we can have Aww. a shower it could be romantic and all like i went into the shower with her and i was like oh you know i, I really shouldn't do this cuz i'm quite sensitive skin and uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> quite bad eczema actually and it's quite like, the, the, the 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 you know the air conditioning in here is gonna
2: a lot of deuterium d- in this you world. know what i mean <laughs> Real heavy water actually when was the last
4: time <laughs> someone cleaned in this room because i've actually my skin's gonna play i'm gonna go home and i went oh home. wow i went i lay there after and she kind of on and then and then i went home and i ate a um, did you
1: ever speak again
4: and so uh about three days later this is all in america by the way oh, uh wow. in mean, new jersey and rutgers and uh i was uh i was walking past the coffee shop where my friend doug worked and uh she was outside and i said hey how are you and she's like yeah yeah and was, thanks you know the other night you know no 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 no, no. no, <laughs> no, feelings. no clearly, feelings other than nipples coward <laughs> but, um, you know there was no resentment clearly <laughs> and, and, and then and then i said so you know i had to ask the question you you know what's what's what are you thinking and she's like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going to go back to, to girls. Oh, wow. Uh, so that wasn't the perfect. She was just on Gaycation. Yeah. She was on Gaycation, gaycation which is a new TV show me and Dane <laughs> are voicing together. <laughs> uh, uh, we're just doing the voiceover, but the rest of the reality show takes take care of some itself. curious women today. I love Lesbians. But um, it wasn't the best start. That isn't the best start, right?
1: It's not. But this is the thing like, first times are never perfect. And mm. that's what a lot of people fail to realize. Like, Very there's rarely, no. Yeah perfect first time and that's completely fine um Mm.
4: but you know what hearing you talk about it and saying that you felt uh a sense of something for the person yeah i think is probably what makes a first time a good first time yeah that's gonna be my take on it because i think as much as she was a nice person Mm. and i could probably track her down on social media and you know go oh hmm." How are you? <laughs> Whatever you'd say to someone. Ultimately, I've. So known. did you
1: guys not swap numbers or anything? Well, I, I I didn't have a
4: phone. It was it was America. Oh yeah. I, I didn't need a phone, and I was I wasn't on Facebook yet. it was just like, it was literally <laughs> it was literally just this thing at this party where you know she was thinking this might be something for me to try. Yeah, she did. Mm. She went old, back.
2: How old Cohen, you
4: dog. I remember. I remember getting home. The old and, meet meet beat, and delete. Yeah. <laughs> I remember getting home and going in going to the mirror uh in my uh in my bedroom uh, when my my roommate was asleep my right? <laughs> roommate would share a room and i remember doing something reminiscent of the Carlton dance nah. in front of the uh,
2: <laughs> uh, no, I, I did. I did the same in the shower. So <laughs> I did the same. In was the your shower. skin okay? Uh, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Every, everything was fine that day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything was fine that so, day. So I, I kind
4: of regret mine a bit. But what about you, Dan? Know.
2: Yeah. No, nah, I definitely. I don't regret mine. I uh, can say I was very fortunate to have a very cliched uh, first experience. Right. As in, with someone I was in a relationship with and was very much infatuated with. uh At the time, I was 18, which i where, where I was from, I thought it was very late. And at the time, I mean, we had the discussion beforehand. And then she'd like, have you been there before? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've done it once, innit not it? Like, with the school. Like, she's she's not on social media. <laughs> you wouldn't networks. know her. You yeah, wouldn't know, know her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I Met on met on holidays, dude. Uh, so. And uh, yeah, we... um Actually, uh, a previous guest of our podcast, Tanya Moore. This happened at her house. I was going to say, if it was Tanya, that's a bit <laughs> of a fucking right, no, no.
4: revelation. I know it was at, at, Play, yeah. at her house. Right, uh, my, okay, my girlfriend fine, at the time, fine.
2: Was, My girlfriend at the time was living with Tanya. Right. And... Uh, yeah, but there was like so the day before like some pretty preliminary falling around mm. and then both just kind of agreed to take it to the next level. And um, it's all good, man. Yeah. Like two albums. There's uh, Brian McKnight's Back at One <laughs> and uh, J.E. <laughs> Heartbreak, Jagged Edge. Yeah. In the uh, multi-disc player. Yeah.
4: Not the of the Rings soundtrack. <laughs> no, no. No of the yeah. Rings soundtrack.
2: And then she had uh, like a turquoise like negligee. Aw. Mm. I like criticism. that you
1: remembered what she wore. Did you wear a condom though? Okay, are you sure? Yeah, it's <laughs> a so very squeaky. Hmm? You you squeaked like it was like a yeah. <laughs> I,
2: was just, I was just checking to make sure. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, at first, we were, because I, I remember why I, I say that because the first on the Friday was like, should we risk it? And they were like, nah.
1: that's good. <laughs> yeah. really risky. And what about then, uh, you, Hammond?
4: Yeah, habits? I definitely walk on Dom, and uh, I pretty much always have, and uh, I my, my you talk about sexual education from your parents. My only sexual education for my father was uh, the the day before I went to, well, or no, it was the first day I went to Valaraki or Malia, mm-hmm. uh, and the only sexual education my dad ever Hello. gave. Oi, oi. The, the only sexual education my dad ever gave me was when I opened up my suitcase and there was a pack of condoms on it, and it was a post it note that just said "Good luck." Oh my god. <laughs> That's
1: cool. I mean, that's <laughs> that's thing. See, My mum took my yeah, condoms. Really I remember when it. I was um there was like this full YP there was basically this bus where they taught sex education for like um teenagers in secondary school and they gave you like these really bad condoms. They're I terrible. some they're terrible. of them are so small. They're really bad. Mm. And I took them it was home. It the ones
2: that are shaped like um you know the spoons when you're eating like a Cup of ice cream
1: Yeah I'm trying to remember I know what you're talking <laughs> about I'm trying to remember
2: What it's called Because okay, obviously The classic is just a square With obviously the yeah, circuit yeah. But sometimes Passante yeah yeah. Mm. yeah yeah I know yeah, yeah. Or, I mean Durex uh, uh, Depending on yeah, kind of school You go to But um, There's another kind of condom And it's almost like It was almost like uh, Elliptical in shape But like, it was like I just mm. remember being Weirdly small Because like, there's someone They used to give you away mm. But I think yeah Going back to like, My mm. parents Or my mum After she caught me at times, gave gave me a bunch of condoms.
1: How it should be, see, my mum took mine away from me when I was 16. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was just like, that's not really how it works. Unless you're
2: going to insist on birth control.
1: (laughs) Not at all. But I wasn't Mm -hmm. even having sex then. And I think she probably saw it as she doesn't want to encourage me to do it at all. Yeah. But, you know. I think the only sexual
4: education my mother's ever given me is. uh, affirmation that she finds my girlfriend's attractive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's funny. very, uh, she's very, you know, uh, ooh, you know, she's good looking, isn't she, Howard? Yes, Mum. She's good looking. If there's a chance of sex, or you know,
2: my mum said to me once, she was like, Dan, you know, a lot of girls your age, they have certain expectations of men. Can you fulfil them? I was like, oh. <laughs> you know her. women have needs and like you know remember I, I know you I you have to tell you to you know clean your shirt collars can you mm. and I was like no leave me alone and I don't need you to tell me obviously I have no idea <laughs> so, right, so i and I have an older sister so mm. my initial questions about sex I had to ask her which was very awkward for both parties <laughs> yeah but again she was she was very helpful so so thank you
4: I've uh loved talking to you on this podcast it's been, it's been, such, a, it's been such a perfect me. episode thank we've just you. rattled through it it's thank been, you so amazing. much for
1: having me i enjoyed it as uh, well
4: is there any uh final advice you'd give to our listeners who maybe don't you know they, they're obviously gonna we're gonna plug what you do but in yeah general
1: I think Words communicate And don't ever think That anything is too weird um, I think what we try to do Is subscribe to Society's norms Of what sex should be Between couples Or just sexual partners In itself So just communicate I think the moment You just start having A conversation about What the other person's into The easier it becomes You know mm. what to expect There won't be no Anal surprises So just have those Anal surprises yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's so. my birthday
4: again no, no. <laughs> um. the only, Yeah
2: the only bad sex Is non-consensual
1: Exactly Non-consensual That's only bad, sex.
2: only bad sex. Um, exactly. Aloni,
4: tell the people where they can find you. Oh,
1: please find me on my website, simplyaloni.com, socials, or Lonnie, Oloni, O L O N I, on everything. And my podcast as well, called Laid Bit It's me and two other amazing girls who just sit and just talk about sex, really. C- can I come and do that podcast? You can. We yeah, need you would you to be excellent on, on it. You I was, I was listening to, to it on. the other
4: day. It's really good. <laughs> and you guys are going to, yeah. <laughs> you go, you watch how many people want to come to listen to that podcast. Oh,
1: thank you.
4: You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything hosted by Dane Baptiste For more from Dane go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him at DaneBaptweets Our guest was Aloni You can follow Aloni on Twitter at Aloni The show was produced by me, Howard Cohen You can follow me at the Howard Cohen. The show was mixed The music was by Faye Saki Thanks to Polly and Gelly. Thanks for listening. And remember, question everything.